0: You're listening to the Screaming Pods Network.
1: I was asking him, like, is to... there any, like, podcast, like, little, I don't know, get-togethers or, like, conferences? A podcast festival. Yeah, like a festival.
2: Cause there I, should you, be. There,
1: well, there are, but pod-con. it's... PodCon. But it's... Well, yeah. Well, no, there is PodCon. But is there there, there? there is thing. one, like a PodCon or something like this, but they're all, like, is super, the, like, like pod, high a work show going on there. But what he said is he was like, dude, we should do it. And I was like, what do you mean? he's like, we should start our own. So I'm going to, like, we're in the little baby steps. Like, we literally just started tweeting tonight. But that's something I want to do eventually is get together because he has a ton. He has, like, I think eight or nine shows on his network, and they're from all over the country. And if we could somehow, like, merge somewhere and just have, like, a weekend. So hopefully that might be April. Sounds fun. Something in the works, and we could all go. Oh, how nice would that be to fly out to like, LA? And It'd be a lot of fun, doing all that. Sounds terrible. Oh, and you know who else I want to try to get on? Tommy Ravine. I love
2: Tommy. I love Tommy. Like He's
1: it. on tour with like Justin drum, Pierre Paul the from our Motion Sting City Point. Soundtrack. <laughs> do You know who Tommy Motion City Soundtrack is? Like Big from. Yeah, that's big. city-sized Big <laughs> He's like he is like the music guy in the Twin Cities. Anyway, should we? Rock and roll. Oh, and what we do is we do uh, roll call. So we just say hi. This I'll do like an intro, and we just Stay go around and say your name.
3: The and
1: then at the end, what we usually do, unless it gets like, really heavy, um, is we just we have recommendations. So something that you want to recommend It could be a show, a movie, book, whatever, new drug. Um, so, and then maybe by the end of the night, if you could tell how many downloads we have yeah I can pull
0: that up that would be sweet I can do that Just
1: yeah. oh and I'm gonna be making stickers fun um my That's mom cool. works at a printing company where they make stickers buttons all that better be cool and they're gonna give me a sweet deal <laughs> since my mom's worked there for like 20 years so starts when I get that done after the first of the year spread that shit around yeah. but I'm
4: just I'm starting for local places that will do package
1: printing I'm pretty sure they do.
0: you oh, pulling up numbers?
1: Um, I do. I'm starting my own company.
0: Cool. We call them Eric the cricket. Yeah, I'm raising crickets for awesome food. They're yummy. They really are. Actually, we actually did that <laughs> on actually, the air. We awesome. ate. So I, I don't know if you listen no, to that one We He oh, brought yeah, crickets yeah, yeah. over and we ate so them right. on the air. <laughs>
1: they were good, except for the little antennae was like stuck in the back of my throat. That was kind oh, of. It's a little.
4: It was probably a leg, not an antenna, because they are super delicate. They... Okay, maybe it was a leg. I'm sorry, cricket master. Hey, what other animal can eat the whole body and not be choking on
3: it?
1: You should be thankful. Let us know when you're ready. No? He, already, I mean, already. he
0: started a long time ago. Josh told me to start recording. It's not my fault this time. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was honestly just you doing plugs about... Uh... Don't give me that look. <laughs> okay, Josh,
1: that look. I'm going to give Josh that look. I'm not coming right. over now, Josh, on Sunday. You mean it was Day. after the embarrassing
4: stuff? It was after
0: the embarrassing stuff. So, I'll so. cut out the boring shit. <laughs> <laughs> so everything <laughs> so so they say you're going to cut so out. Can, it'll, it'll be a, long. a three minute long episode of just my comments. I'm like, oh, this is good. <laughs> it's just me. So, so.
1: Welcome to the Sacred Collective. Uh, So, Caleb, thanks for continuing our conversation. I think I listened to our last episode today at work, and I think it's been, like, beginning of November since we met last. But this will be our last one before the holidays, and then we'll probably pick up early January. So everyone have a good holidays. Um, If you celebrate it or if not, then just be with family and friends. And to everyone out there listening, um, you few people that do... Um, but yeah, roll call. I'm Brian.
5: Oh, I'm Angela.
1: Robert. Eric. Joshua. Caleb. And Amanda's in the other room putting our daughter to sleep, so she will join us shortly whenever our child falls asleep.
0: Cool. So yeah, we're talking about the Old Testament again, and I wasn't really sure which direction to go, because last time we had the kind of broad topic of God in the Old Testament, what was our understanding of God, which I think is... I think the old testament focuses on God which maybe our modern language we'd say God the Father like God the the big man the sky man was that the term that we you coined you said that yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh but yeah so like I think the old testament focuses on God the sky man I don't mean that too irreverently maybe just a little bit but uh more than like the new testament I think is more about people and 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 God is, as as a human, and God is you know specifically Jesus and in, in the body and the church. But uh, I thought maybe we talk today about people in the Old Testament and kind of change the focus. Maybe talk about popular stories from the Old Testament that we remember because I think all of us were raised in a, some something of a Christian environment. So like the kind of stories from the Old Testament, and I know Brian, you recently preached a sermon at Revolution talking about Job. And that's, like, obviously a big story in the Old Testament. And I thought maybe we could talk about, like... I just made a few notes. I really didn't do a whole lot of research. But, like, maybe, like, about, you know, Jonah, David, Moses, you know, the, the Exodus, and the thing with Pharaoh. You know, just maybe just kind of talk through things that we like and things that we dislike about those stories. and
1: Just a super simple...
4: Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> I was just thinking, I'm
1: like, <laughs> would be like, hours long. Like, just, guys, we got about an hour.
0: Just, I mean, those are just ideas to... We always end up going, derailing, and going in some other direction. Just, anyhow. That's our MO. Well, yeah, but yeah, I mean, I think it's just a jumping off point, honestly. It's just. And I have some thoughts in my head to maybe guide us if it comes down to that, but I figure mm-hmm. we can just kind of let the conversation goes, go where it will.
3: I, f- I feel like most Christians just use the Old Testament as a canvas that just points towards Jesus. Uh-huh. So you've got basic key points like creation, flood, um coming out of the desert, like out of Egypt, and then you've got uh, prophets, even though saying very subversive and really interesting things, most people are just like, but they beelined it to Jesus. Mm-hmm. And then you know you've got Matthew being like, well, the prophets said... And totally glossing over all the awesome things the prophets actually said, mm-hmm. where they actually had a real dissidence in the text, where there's real struggle and real tension where it's one of the only holy books where there's, in the holy book, is pointing out the bullshit in the holy book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, uh, where it's really aggressive, where there's there's someone pointing out and being like, yeah, remember what God said? You guys aren't doing any of that. You're just, you know, you're just selfish bastards. And you're using God to make money, you're using God to be kings, you're using God to get other people to do things. Um, and none of that's kind of mentioned in the... And most of it's like, the Old Testament, well, it was pretty, it was nice. It was fine. It was mm. nice. <laughs> it that, yeah! It's like Florida and March. It's nice. <laughs> um, but it's basically just pointing you towards a goal. So it's just it's just a stepping stone. And then you can kind of refer back to it just to kind of get some more authority of some kind. But mostly it's
0: just heading towards the Jesus. You're, so, you're saying that that's how evangelicals or, or, or modern Christians pitch it? Or are you saying that that's actually the... No, I, feel, I like, feel like if I feel you just like read it by itself, you wouldn't be like, oh, there's a, there's a part two to this, you know? Exactly,
3: exactly. You would, I think, depending on which, which text you read, you would definitely see something going through the text, whether that's intentional or not. Is, I mean, if you read the Old Testament, then you read 2 Timothy, you'd be like, these aren't related at all. Mm-hmm. But if you read the Old Testament and the Gospels, I think there's something there that's a little deeper, um, whether it's true or not. I I'd still think there's something there. When you see this Jesus figure, you'd be like, oh, yeah. He kind of reminds me of one of the prophets, mm. all the prophets, mm. even the minor prophets. He kind of seems like he's calling out some bullshit, too.
1: Amos. And they put him to death for it. Well, that makes sense. Like, Amos is my favorite Old Testament book. He's awesome. Hands down. Um, Shameless plug, if you haven't read Amos, read Amos, because Amos is... It's short. It's short, you but... you a short attention span. That's a lot
3: of power in that little book. Just saying... Yeah, um, Seth Mender and, you know, Seth Martin and the Menders have a great song about Amos, which we've, I've shared with you. We,
0: we actually use, we, we use that it. as, as like a censor sound in yeah. episodes. It came out
1: a little bit too intense, that episode.
3: When <laughs> we, no, we okay. say something,
0: when I say things I shouldn't say, uh, <laughs> we, we, use we use that as, use so, that. He basically
3: you. says, uh, Amos was a preacher man and prophet of the Lord, he spoke the truth of power and his tongue cut like a sword, um, he told the priests and presidents they needed to repent, um, and... Uh, I can't remember the last part where he basically says um, of course of course, he was killed for this Like, of, of course what is leading to this, he's going to die Like, of course for what he said, he's going to be murdered because um, he calls out the people who were in charge and says, you're not doing anything and actually you're doing the opposite of what you should be doing so if something needs to change and they're like, yeah, we're going to change it by killing you and then everyone else will shut up
1: yeah. sorry, that was over here Tell me how you feel about it, (laughs) Chad
5: It's funny that you say the Old Testament Was like a a Florida in March Or what was that Um, Growing up Conservative Lutheran We were terrified of the Old Testament Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They were like we're like reading through this, we're like, Well, he he turned a lady into a pillar of salt and then he killed a bunch of people. They're like, they're like flipping our Bibles like, no 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 like don't look at that. Yeah, Yeah, don't but look at the new promises. Just don't like that part of the book, Yeah. Don't you know, that's that's old. That's you know, the new promises are here. The New Testament basically like Jesus coming in the New Testament, they're like, you might as well just set fire to the Old Testament because he disregarded all those rules when he came down to earth and stuff like that. Because even as like kids, we had questions like, why Why didn't Jesus murder all these people? Like, why did he want, what, what was it? Oh, now I feel terrible. All these Bible scholars in front of me. We, Abraham was going to kill his own son. Yeah. And then like right at the end, God's like, J.K. Yeah. You're you asked the test. test. You passed the test, and <laughs> yeah. you know, I always thought that seemed really sadistic, like even totally. as a kid. And yeah. they're like, "But that's God's old promises, flip, 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 flip. you know." And then they flip to the in new Testament. the new promises is? <laughs> <promises. laughs> is this what I was saying? It's a like,
3: signpost. Like it's just a signpost.
5: Jeez. And it's like we we barely studied the Old Testament, and like when we had questions, like I had a ton of questions. <laughs> As like a kid about John the Baptist because I thought he was super metal, like like (laughs) lived in the forest, like ate bugs and shit, and he yeah, people crickets. And and I was like, well, what's this guy's deal? They're like, we should learn more about Jesus, you know? And they'd like flip the book over the New Testament. So like, I'm super Old Testament dumb because Mm
0: -hmm. like
5: my conservative Lutheran church was like. Those are old prompts. Like you're reading old news. Like yeah, you need to you know stuff that pertains to your life. That's today. so BC. Yeah, so BC. C. so BC. BC. But it's like let not technical, guys. Like basically anything. Like there was this big, like, thing within the evangelical movement. Like, how does the Bible apply to me? Like, I want yes. to wake up in the morning, open the Bible and have God speak directly to my mm-hmm. life. And basically they were like, "That's never going to happen in the Old Testament. Forget about it, just read the New
2: Testament. No. That's so we'll see so, that's so like, crazy. Yeah So for me,
4: it was I totally agree that there was like the everything is like personal application. Like, how does this mm-hmm. apply to me? Mm-hmm. What is this, what is God saying to me in this verse? Like, mm-hmm. well, how does, and it was a long time before I, like, kind of, like, realized or, like, put together, like, there's different parts in the Bible that were written for specific people, by specific people, in specific places, in specific situations, and it's not, like, it's not, like, the Bible isn't thousands of pages of like inspirational posters right <laughs> it's like or like
5: a magic eight ball where you go flip 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 flip, flip right, and then yeah. like right. point to a verse Okay. Now, are like, this
4: how does this <laughs> apply to me how can I <laughs> yeah, translate right. this into 21st century American upper middle class <laughs> mm-hmm. white person I read, I read, stuff. I mean, right, right I remember doing that oh yeah like, I mean me too, so, me like, too. pastors yeah. would be me
3: like go through the bible and just put your finger out hit it down and read a verse and see how that applies to you and sometimes it would be like and you can sell your
4: daughter into slavery
0: for this. Okay, now we'll do like, some like, spiritual
4: mental hula hoop yep, gymnastics absolutely. to try to interpret that in a way that well, makes it apply. Bi- well, I'm 13, so I, I'm not married. I don't have a daughter. Uh huh. But I could sell my future daughter
0: into slavery. Maybe it means your price. Maybe <laughs> it means
4: what of your possession could you... You shouldn't worry about your own possession. I'm not giving up my Shira doll. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Fight you,
4: God. So, I mean, I think so with so, all of that... Oh, so like, I I think there's a lot of uh, misunderstanding. is far too mellow. Well, it's it's a
3: guilty misunderstanding. It's like you feel like you're supposed to be able to understand this stuff on your own.
4: No, I mean I think from the church, it's that's like that's what I'm saying. We want to we want to look like, at the Old understand Testament, this. and some of it we can apply to our own life and like interpret it somehow to apply to you. Some of it, no, don't look at. Because that's different. And then some of it is... Like, I remember in high school, in youth group, saying something, kind of like joking about, oh, well, the Old Testament doesn't matter because we have the New Covenant. I've heard, I heard this yeah, thing. And yep, I got yep. dagger eyes.
5: Really? Like That would be like, I would get applause. No, it was for like,
4: that. you know... This is the holy scripture, and all of it we need. You can't just say disregard. Interesting. Um, and so, but then at the same time, then it's like okay, well, what about these verses about how women can't braid their hair or wear any jewelry? Well, that's different. And so it's like yeah. it's like this weird. <laughs> no one knows how to interact with the Old Testament. Like my my experience, it was like it's part of the Bible, the so we have to say it's there.
5: Right. But
4: then we kind of cherry pick. But then we also kind of deny some. Yeah. But everything is under this like guise of it has some personal application to, to me. Yep. And I think when I got to the point where I was like, no, it doesn't have to have a personal application to you. Moses and Abraham and Amos and all these people, they weren't writing, hmm, someone in 4000 years who lives in a totally different society than me is going to read this. What can I write to them as like a letter to the future? Dear future civil that's not at all what they were doing. Like that's not how they thought. And I think also we have such a we have such a mindset of like in modern society, post enlightenment, post industrial revolution, post printing press. All of these things where we're just... Our our society is just hardwired to see literature in a certain way. Literature is for this purpose. And it was so different back then that someone writing something, they weren't thinking about people so far in the future. Or they weren't thinking, oh, this is some evidence that can support a claim. Like, they didn't think about, like... Empirical stuff like that And so I think when you get to the point where you can kind of Separate Try to separate yourself from your Context and try to look at the Historical, cultural, literature Context Of the time It becomes so much richer because you're not Trying to force it into The mold That you live in You let it express itself in Its original Meaning and then you can see all of the original intent instead of like trying to make it fit what you want. And that's something, when I was growing up, did not happen at all. And so it really was doing a disservice to something that I believe is can have historical significance as a piece of history. Right.
2: That's so weird. I've always seen pictures of Jesus like guiding somebody's hand, writing all the books in the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, yes. I know. Totally. Yeah. I my experience with the Old Testament was it's a great um, area for angry conservatives to reference mm-hmm. um, yes. when they want Preach. to um, reference like aggression and hatred.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah,
2: that's that's what they like to you know reference wars and God being on their side of killing people and um like a righteous anger, righteous aggression Yeah, yeah, because they said Jesus. I'm giving
5: Mark Driscoll the middle finger right now.
2: Well God told you to give him the middle finger so it's okay. Oh oh,
5: God knighted your hand. I need Exactly.
6: Bring
2: some more of that out. Yeah, that's good, Robert. Keep going. No, I, you know, I, I, just sense a lot of anger in today's society, especially among conservatives, and um, it's always this um, toxic machismo sort of soldier fighting, like us against them, and you know, there's something something's to be said about um, pointing to, point to Jesus um, because if you identify as a Christ follower then I see Jesus as kind of realigning history, realigning people to, mm-hmm. hey, focus on this and you've been you've been corrupt so far. Okay. So with, with the Old Testament, I just um, there are certain passages that are uh, favorites for certain people to discriminate and to mm-hmm. spread kind of hatred oh, yeah. and close mindedness and mm-hmm. defend their bigotry. So
0: You think that ties in with like the Mosaic law or the Old Testament law with like all the rules of like you know, don't do this. Don't like the the just list like books like literally full books of the Old Testament of just arbitrary rules. Then maybe at the time it was like, well, you shouldn't eat pigs because we don't have a way to, to sanitize the the meat or you know to to check whether or not this is sanitary or, or to, cl- to clean food. Yeah, to clean food. Criminals. Like it's not that it's. Shellfishers. And that's even just trying to validate just the stupid <laughs> shit. Which is I think it's funny that there is a prohibition against
3: shellfish, but not against spiders.
0: Yeah. Thou shalt not eat tarantulas. Yeah.
3: Six hundred and thirty commandments, no God <laughs> said, <laughs> keep away from spiders. We all know those. Um you know, that it's it is funny how the old testament people I mean, New Testament too, but Old Testament people pick and choose the discrimination passages. Mm-hmm. So, like, God said this was an abomination. And you're like, what about wearing two kinds of fabric woven together? And people mm-hmm. are like, well, that's hard.
2: <laughs> yeah, But <right. laughs> you're like, right. wait, what?
3: Yeah. One's yeah. easy and one's hard. Right. Or like, you, you know, can't do this, but you shouldn't do this either. And like, right. Well, one seems pretty unavoidable and the other
4: seems like it's pretty...
3: Like there's, have if you, you heard of, the lib- have you heard oh, of
4: a book? I can see, man. Have you heard a book called uh, Year of Living Biblically? Yes. yes. Yep. Rachel
1: yes.
5: That guy is really interesting. He Super did, interesting. He did I I like a book about like.
3: Do you know who this guy? Is? Sorry, Living I her book's
1: kind of similar title. So in, the, in this
3: story, he actually tried to live all the 613 commandments of the Old Testament for real for a year, and so he he. He saw, I can't remember what the sin was, but he was supposed to stone them to death. Yes. So he literally picked up bubbles, oh, no. like threw them at him, and was like, I'm sorry, <laughs> yeah.
0: but the
6: Bible tells me so.
3: But he,
0: so he <laughs> got like <laughs> a, Was he doing it ironically? No. Yes. Okay. Part
1: of, I mean,
3: he did the So
0: he was like, like I made a
1: TV show, it was on CBS, and then I got canceled. At oh, BBC. really? Yeah. So it's <laughs> he a true has,
4: story. It's
0: a true story. He
4: has Jewish heritage, but he never like practiced. He's not practice. Yeah. And so he, he's a journalist, I think. Yeah. And so he was like, I'm going to do this as a project. Mm. Like, take all of the Old Testament biblical commandments, laws, and try to live all of them for a year. (laughs) So he, like, there was really really interesting stuff with him, like, getting in tight with the Jewish community in New York. Because he lived in New York. And, like, a lot of, like, really traditional stuff that was really interesting. And stuff that was just Preposterous, you know, like well, like the stoning people. Well, the stoning people, or yeah. he got like there's he got like a little foldable travel like portable stool that he would use on the subway because you don't know if you sit down if the person who's in there before was a woman who was period. on a period and if it was no, that right. means that that's seat's unclean. Right. So he all so then he had like the stool. that so he would always have a clean place to sit. Like, well it, and it, it, and show, all, it shows all, the ridiculousness. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, all, these all this stuff. Like yeah, you can't so, live in the world and follow these rules, right? right. And I think to your, to what you were saying a little bit ago, like people cherry pick. I think more so, it's people don't realize. Like there's there's people that I am related to that
0: you chose those words very carefully
4: <laughs> that have become extremely <laughs> fundamentalist.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: Like I went to church with them once, and I was like is is this real? Like, this is... Let me throw it away like, like, like I kind of knew in fear that there were people like that, but then when I was there and, like, surrounded by them, I was, like, scared. Like, scared, astonished that there were people like that. And th- they're, like, a King James-only Bible church, like, oh, so super stupid. fun... Like... S- <laughs> yeah. And so... Was, <laughs> what was <laughs> that? <laughs> Did you hear what I said?
3: That's so stupid, right? (laughs) So I was talking to this person. That's me. I'm sorry.
4: I was talking to this person about something or why, and and they were saying, "Well, King James, the King James translation is the most pure because it was like like, (laughs) Robert or whatever." Oh,
1: Robert (laughs) is triggered. And I said, "But (laughs) you know,
4: you know, King is dead. Move on." I said, so like <laughs> the Book of James, the New Testament, is really Jacob, but King James wanted himself to be praised, and so he made the translators change it to James instead what? of Jacob. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you if you look at like Bibles in other languages, the I New Testament book is Jacob. You're right. Not James. Even
3: in I didn't put that together. Even in Latin. it's in because world.
4: of wow. Jacob. Yeah. It's because J- King it James my... wanted. King him. James is a bastard. And and he, and <laughs> kill him. And this person was I'm like, I'm not talking about all I'm going to have to talk to my pastor about that. I don't, I don't. And it's like, they don't think for themselves. It's Gosh, just like.
1: mind's blown. It's just, just like they're
4: put together. So it's like, okay, Old Testament laws. Here's the pastor is like, here's the Old Testament things that we need to say. Being gay is bad and abomination. So we have to fight and like try to convert the gays. But they don't tell their congregation about the rules about wearing mixed fabric or okay. women wearing jewelry. Which is spoken of, of like
0: just as much. Like, Way more. Yeah. <laughs> or, or, or what
4: about if, like, if about getting divorced or about. Oh, that's like a big. Huge uh, thing, right? Maybe. And so it's like all of this stuff where it's like these people who are in these, like, fundamentalist congregations, they're not reading for themselves. They're just listening to what's being told to them. Which is a tragedy because you get these people who don't look at the. Like I was saying, historical context, cultural context, and like they're not—they're not doing proper hermeneutics. They're not doing any hermeneutics.
2: But that's—that's that's, you hit it on the head. They're not thinking for themselves. Yeah, they—they they want to be lazy. They want answers fed to them. They don't want to ding, think ding, for ding. themselves. I but why? I wouldn't. Say and that's what confuses me. Is why? Why does that?
4: Like okay, I can understand not wanting to be like super intellectual. But then what? What draws people to that? What you don't have said. to be
6: responsible for your own actions. Ding, if, ding, 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 ding. You're not the one who's you know, mm. making these claims or making these decisions I if love you're just this group. following just someone. Say you say, well, my pastor said, or I read this devotional, so and so said, so it pushes the responsibility of someone ding, else. Ding, ding, ding. Going
3: off what both of you said. You said lazy. You said content. Right? I would say mm-hmm. comfortable. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So whatever someone is comfortable with mm-hmm. is where they're going to stay. If something makes you uncomfortable, right. You're not going to veer It reminds that, me of
6: Have you guys hard. all seen the movie Wall-E? No.
3: Yes. Yeah. So when yes. they finally yes. the get on the ship
6: and you I see a flashback people. of the people, The normal people it's like a Pixar walking around. Movie. It's a Pixar when movie. Wall-E gets it's there, of a traumatic. They're Pixar all movie. like morbidly obese. Have these Wall-E. like little floating chairs they ride around. Push buttons just to order their food. Have a TV screen right in front of their faces. They have all this beautiful stuff around this beautiful pool, like all this stuff, this big spaceship, and they're just lazy, they're content, they're comfortable, and before they know it, they've gotten to this level where they can't do anything for themselves other than lift their hand to push a
5: button. Yep. Well, I think,
3: weirdly, so, um, so I have my master's degree in theology, did some postgraduate work in theology, but, I mean, now you're Christian college, Christian college, Christian college. Christian Good college.
5: for you. <laughs>
0: what did you go to Christian college? No, uh, I went to. I went to Christian school, college but... for a year and got kicked no. out no. for
5: people, no. people no. thinking I was gay. So well, I don't think that, so, that's. So
2: that's it, like yeah, it seems like typical. It seems like typical evangelical school, right? So.
5: I would put. I would lump me in the public school. Well, I, would, I would say people
3: who have uh, deconstructed, people who have gone through struggles of faith, people who have actually went through like real life problems, like. <clears throat> Not first part of life stuff. Not like just gossip and like, why did Timmy kiss Christy? I'm way prettier than Christy. <laughs> but like real, real trauma. Like you lost a loved one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You went through a divorce. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know something hard happened mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. your life. Mm-hmm. You went through some legitimate struggle that brought you out
4: of that lazy yeah. comfort. You somewhere. start.
3: You start to have to figure out the bare bones. Sort of to build the house for yourself and figure out okay, what's my foundation? All right. Yeah, Even yeah, if the foundation's shaky, yeah. I can start here. We'll move Seriously? on from there. Yeah. we are trying to figure it out for yourselves, but if you look at most congregations in America, most people couldn't tell you anything more about Jesus than he was born in a manger and died on a cross. Uh-huh. They don't even know that he's Jesus of Nazareth. They actually think his last name's Christ. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's Jesus his baby Christ. Baby Christ. <laughs> that's his real name was common.
6: Herbert. <laughs> I was just going <laughs> to say Herbert. that. Herbert Jesus, Jesus <laughs> Herbert Christ.
1: <laughs> which
6: That's by the way is
5: really in trouble but, well, by
6: the way it's, it's Jesus
5: born and Joseph <laughs> that,
1: that that we're, sure we're gonna get like stoned from the heavens right now
5: <laughs> that yeah. guy who wrote that book is gonna come into this apartment and stone <laughs> us
1: King James is gonna be
3: pissed so, <laughs> 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 it's
5: it's gonna King James <laughs> we right but now we
3: laughed at it because it's true it's absolutely true wouldn't know Jesus was from Nazareth his name is Joshua Yeshua yeah, Yeshua I, I share the same name mm-hmm. I have two Jewish names And a German name Ah, weird <laughs> um, So uh, But most people Don't know much about The historical Jesus Whatsoever Where he's from You know Any of the context what? there, there. A historical Jesus? Exactly Or if if there was He's not the bond uh, Swedish yeah. one I see Well wait What <laughs> happened after, yeah. after he was born? The
6: muscly
4: yeah. Swedish Yeah. He was a refugee And like fled yeah. from another country yeah, You know
3: Some, some church a <laughs> Some church put a hit, Some church Some yeah. on. <laughs> Still kind of. <laughs> so some church put the nativity scene today, and they put Jesus in a cage because mm. Jesus would have been refugee. Yes. Oh, a so true. So oh, true.
5: Uh, if someone was president,
3: <laughs> um, someone who's president, someone who's president. I'm not going to time. I'm not going to so even episode. say his name because I don't want to give him that praise. Um, so I think what we're dealing with, what a uh, lots of podcasts like the liturgists and. Um, Deconstructors, deconstructors, pastors, yeah. deconstructors what they're all doing is most people don't give a shit about their faith their faith is just a matter of identity it has nothing to do with what they actually believe it's not a statement of beliefs and even if it were a statement of beliefs that wouldn't matter either because what we're looking for I think when we look at the heart of the gospel or like what we would like Jesus to be like we look at how would Jesus treat other people And he would take care of them, he would love them, he would Mm -hmm. be the comfort that they need. And so when people say, I want to be the hands and feet of Jesus, what they really mean is, I want to treat people like they're my family. Like, how would I treat this refugee? I treat him like family. Mm -hmm. How would I treat this person who's trying to wrong me? I try to treat him like family. Because, I mean, I I have family that I don't like, that I don't talk to, that are very close, uh, like, genealogically, that I have nothing to do with. Try not to say the actual relation, in case you're listening. Uh, but actual people that I should have grown up with that I didn't have the chance to. I know, for, you know, uh, closer than friends that were in prison for 15 years that I couldn't have a relationship with. But when they get out of prison, you treat them like family. Uh, now an ex-con to anyone else is just an ex-con, but when they're your family, mm-hmm. you treat them differently. So we try to treat people in the best way, like family, and try to do something new. With these people who are not our born family, but our found family. Mm -hmm. So I think that's what we're all looking for when we say, I want to be like Jesus. Um, So just having the right statement as a belief, like, yeah, it's good to believe some things. Like, it's good to believe that there are real things about gender that are totally fluid. There are people who are non-binary. There are people who just don't identify as male or female. There are people who, you know, have different proclivities, and that's normal that's like that's a belief that i think hopefully everyone can share at some point like that's just a normal thing or the same thing with uh being a believer or not a believer Mm. like just that's it's okay it doesn't matter if you Mm -hmm. believe or you don't believe Mm -hmm. like it's as long as we want to be family together Mm -hmm. it doesn't it shouldn't matter yeah like because i think like john piper and richard dawkins are like this fucking close to each other oh yeah they're both rich white men who grow up, you know, wake up in the morning, they're like, I woke up, I should have coffee, I want to walk my dog, and say hello to my wife, and then I will write. And then their writings are totally opposite, and then they're like, well, we should come home and have lunch. And so, like, 90% of everything they do all day is the same, but if you, they're just on opposite sides of the culture war.
4: So, I mean. But even their sides of the culture war is yeah, staunchly, I'm right, yeah, I'm, right I'm extremely right. Mm-hmm. I'm on this end, and everyone else yeah, on absolutely. the whole other end of the yeah. spectrum. Well, like that's if, what,
1: but that's what Peter Rollins says: is that the fundamentalist Christian and the yes. hardcore atheist are the same. Uh, yeah, I
0: feel like if you if you didn't speak English and you were just observing these two people and you didn't know the nuances of the exact words they were saying, you'd be like, they're the identical. Thing. Right? They're they're speaking aggressively. About things they're passionate about, like you said, Josh. They have like the same routine throughout their day. So like their <laughs> life is structured the same. It's structured, it's, yeah. The structure 5%
3: of like, but I'm an atheist, but I'm a fundamentalist
0: Christian. Right, and that's even negligible, in, you know, in and of itself, because as we know, I I, I feel like that's a, a big difference between like being a political party versus being progressive or, or, or fill in the blank is like. We, we change our opinions change as we move along we, we, you know or being post maybe post I think postmodern is a better term than progressive but just like saying yeah I, as I learn new things my opinions change I'm not just set in stone in but no process. one's do what?
4: You're in process. Yes,
0: in process. Yeah, I'm becoming. And I
4: don't yeah. think Piper or Dawkins are in process. And that's they what, are, that, thank you.
0: They've arrived. They've that's arrived. Arrived. That's they're there. where they're yeah. at. In, uh-huh. in, in their, yeah. in their right. minds, they've arrived. Right. They're
4: just defending.
0: They've arrived, they yeah. It's a past tense. Well, they're not arriving. Well, Dawkins,
4: Dawkins is, they're both evangelicals. Dawkins is an evangelical. Piper is an evangelical. They're just evangelizing different things. Mm. Yeah. They both, ding, 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 ding. <laughs> They both don't have room for doubt. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. absolutely.
1: Yes. Yeah. Well put, man. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I also think Oh, sorry. No. You wanna go?
5: <laughs> I was just internally laughing. I Joshua's my husband and when he says stuff, it just makes me laugh so hard. And I was trying to like stifle my laughter when you were like Piper and Richard Dawkins get up and say <laughs> hello to their wife. <laughs> it just seems so like Hello! Angela's like a handshake. Like, it's like, hello, Hello! They're like shake their hand <laughs> and leave <I> the room, <laughs> and I was like stifling my laughter, because I could see both John Piper and Richard Dawkins doing that. Like, like, they wake up, they like yawn, and they're like, the wife is like laying next to them, and they're like, hello! And they like get out of bed,
0: and go to the. They have an alert on their phone. <laughs> it says, greet wife. Say,
2: greet wife. Ding. Hello. And then they leave. And done. That's And good.
5: done. I think, uh, I think it just I was, like, dying laughing on the inside. I was like, I just don't want to be laughing like a maniac. Hates. And people what? are like, "What?" Right. Is the,
3: the thing that I would say, like, adding on to what I said, is they're so much concerned with their theological, or, you know, uh, rationalistic pyramids, that as long as they have their intellectual ducks in a row, nothing mm-hmm. else matters. So that's totally their, like, cold no. sense of, like, hello, spouse. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you slept well. I will now go and destroy my enemies. I
5: want you to treat me like that now, from now on.
3: I love Robocop, so I would pretend i will be like, Alex Murphy.
5: At any party, please introduce me as
1: Spouse. This, this is my Spouse.
5: This is yes, Spouse. Not even a name.
1: This not is not a Spouse. A spouse. So ow, ow. You are Spouse. Yeah. Okay, okay, serious. Please spouse. give me coffee. Now. Spouse. Make me a sandwich. Spouse. Um, what about Old Testament? Oh, right. <laughs> what I, oh, yeah. I kind of wanted to say something. Uh, well, two things. but One thing, kind of like the words we were saying, like, Lazy, stupid, or complacent. I think a big word that came into my head when we were talking about it. If it's yellow, and I have a family, I'm not going to say names. Um oh boy. But I would say it's scared. People are yes. scared. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's 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 scary taking something that you know that you've been brought up with or a world worldview, a, a mindset on something. And then to really deconstruct it, deconstruct it, or chisel it down. Cause if my family's listening to this, great. If not, then being a Christian agnostic has been so freeing for me. And I know at Revolution I've talked about it. But for me, why it's I can't go to, all the way to the atheistic realm. But for Christian agnosticism, for me, is like I still believe in the teachings and message of Jesus. I have so much doubt, though, in the igno- like, and that's why I believe in agnosticism. Because did Jesus exist? Yes, maybe. I don't know. I believe it, but I can't say it for the next person next to me, or or whatever. And when we talk about the Old Testament, where we go to like these stories, like Jonah and Job, the biggest part of me is like, I don't freaking care. <laughs> Honestly, um, I don't care if it really happened. Because well, I can tell think you right now, Jonah
4: did not get swallowed by a fish and stay in its stomach for three days. Yeah. Right.
1: No, and I. Agree. And you would be swallowed by stomach. What?
5: And I wrote that in seminary. You would know. suffocate. You would drown. You suffocate and at, drown. Yeah.
1: Well, just with the acid inside the fish, you yes. would probably just. I don't think there him. was dude.
5: Well, Why is this even a discussion? Hate. Like obviously. Oh, oh, obviously.
1: Well, because <laughs>
4: the alternative is it was a miracle. God. Had him oh, in like a little bubble. protective cocoon inside the fish. Yeah,
0: right. Fuck off.
4: <laughs> Why do you insist on in in instead of whale? <laughs> well, they also, in the Old Testament, also refers to bats as birds. So they, they, so. Are you contradicting the word? Carl Linnaeus. <laughs> God, smite you. Carl, <laughs> Carl Linnaeus was bats a. my favorite bird. He yeah. was a big. He. he <laughs> Carl Linnaeus is, like, who developed the modern taxonomy system where we have, like, this is the trees, of, like, the branches of the tree of life and stuff. Like, they had no conception of that. Like, anything that they was in the ocean was a fish. So, like, uh, I idiots. I don't discredit the that it fish, could have been a whale. Fish, but right, still, fish. if it was a whale. They don't even have
1: skeleton. It's, it's All I'm saying is this podcast is for free, guys. <laughs> to all this knowledge we're getting. <laughs> yeah. For free. Patreon, though, guys. We don't have one Patreon yet, so. It's hard to get patrons. Let's get patrons. Keep going. Anyway, I think it's I think it's
4: legitimate to question the literal historical veracity, the literal veracity of Old Testament stories. Yeah, well,
1: and and that's why to me I understand the Old Testament. I don't look as the Old Testament is it scriptural? Yes, is it the first testament? Yet, but. Do I when I read the Old Testament, I'm like, did this really happen? we well, like with like like Abraham and, and Isaac, like context. the story that you brought up. I'm like, mm-hmm. this bullshit. I don't believe in a God that commanded his follower Abraham so to do that to Isaac. Like, I All like, right. would, I don't believe that would that happened. Happen. Right. I, what what I think is this person, like Abraham, was like, this is yeah. how we've understood God for so long. So in their mind, they're like, this is what God told me to do. How many? I grew up evangelical. I grew up at AG. You know how many times where I was like, "Mom, dad, I know God told me to say this." And they're like, "You're 13. How do you know? You don't know what you want the next day. How do you know that God told you that?" Well, I'm like, "Because I know the Holy Spirit." So I look at people like stories in the Old Testament and I'm like, "God, Yahweh did not tell Abraham to kill Isaac." Like, what God, heavenly Father would tell an earthly father to go to his kid and be like, Murder your child, and if you don't, then you don't love me, and if you do, then <laughs> you do. Because right now, if God came down and was like, you need to murder Ava in order for you to love me, I'd be like, I'd rather be damned to hell than kill my own child. Preach. Preach. Sorry. I mean, that's, that's reality. So,
3: maybe it was metaphor. That's what I was going to ask. Okay. Exactly. This is my question. Yeshua. Yeshua, yeshua this is my question. So, yes, um, Yeshua, to H. Christ. In the... <laughs> In the Old Testament, Testament, are there any parables that.
0: <laughs> no, God,
3: parables are only the New Testament. Old Testament is 100% literal. No, but seriously. <laughs> like, in the Old Testament. <laughs> that's what it seems like it was. That's in the New Testament, uh, you've got all these parables and, that you can extrapolate so some sort of hidden wisdom from. In the Old Testament, it seems like everything is just like this is what happened, and if you don't like it, you can go fuck yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, except for. I mean. Maybe it's because in the Old Testament you have the Psalms, you have the Song of Songs, you have True Laments, which other religions don't Isn't have. In the Song of Songs. A dirty book. Yeah, it's, it's, a, dirty. Sex it's book. a sex it's book. His a- wife,
2: <laughs> his wife, literally had like animals. animals for
5: tips and towers. Right? Really? that's like a Salvador Dali painting that I. <laughs> okay, <say. laughs> on the
0: counter of three, on the counter it's all hold how many fingers that we've uh, yanked it to Song of Songs. <laughs> <laughs> Ready? One, two, three. <laughs>
2: <David>. Okay, <No>. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Never. You can read over no, the other <laughs> perspective. Oh, Solomon I heard was hot. Just, just change <laughs> out the pronouns.
7: I heard was hot. I want to serve him so I
2: heard Solomon was hot. He was tall and dark and handsome. There, yeah. He had, he had a the wives. Robert, uh, in he said yeah. to
3: yeah. Solomon. Yes. Please. So honestly. Please drink. So when you think about the parables in the New Testament, there's lots to extrapolate about all those things. the Old Testament, do we have parables to extrapolate from? Well
4: here's the other this is this I feel like a broken record, but it's like historical and liter- literary context. It's like we are like we're two thousand years removed from the New Testament, but we're three, four, five, six thousand years removed from the old testament. Like it's so hard for us to for like the average especially the average white American suburban high schooler to get into the mindset of Old Testament writers.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, yeah. But I'd say like and I think, think that that's, I think that's a big problem because like we don't we just read it as like from our own personal mm-hmm. context. Like because okay, the, the if, someone, if someone if someone was going to write something today, they would write it this way. So, I'm going to look I'm going to read the Old Testament that same way. And it's, context, yeah. It's
6: hard enough to get into the mind and the mindset of the generation before you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. Oh, yeah. God. Uh, God. Much less however many generations. Right. You know, four, five, six thousand years. So it's years like is, it's like what were they what was their intent with writing? Mm-hmm.
4: Different than our intent. Was it poetic, myth, poem, like all these different things that we have to like try to get into. Yeah.
6: Well and I feel like nowadays A lot of people's intent to write something or share something is so, especially with social media. So it's shared so everyone can hear your story. So you can leave your mark so your story can kind of go on. That probably wasn't the case. It might have been no different than if you're writing, you're passing notes, you know, back and forth to your friend, like, in class. And, you know, someone, it gets buried in, like, a time capsule you have for school and someone finds it. And they, you know, read it about... You know whatever situation you had Going on so and so's Dating this person but so and so likes This person like You're not going to read that letter so many Years in the future and think like Oh they really wrote this about my situation Mm -hmm. They weren't thinking about you. Don't be so self centered It's not That's the magic
5: ball syndrome That like like, Youth groups And I was going to say this earlier Um Speaking of talking about ourselves I'm going to talk about myself for two seconds But when I was thinking of When I was at public university And I wanted to go to Bethel so bad Mostly because Joshua was there it's And I had Josh. a big crush on him um, And now you are spouse no, Now I am spouse And um
0: Joshua aka I
5: literally spouse. like I did like the flip 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 Like cause they were like Well you should pray about it Like if you're gonna you know Make that basically like that big financial commitment because you poe as shit, and you want to go to a super expensive school, and they're like, you know, you should pray about it. And I did like the flip, 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 flip and I landed on a passage that had the word Bethel in it. Oh, and I was like, oh. oh. <laughs> jackpot! You
1: Jesus,
4: you I
5: like 15 15 times. Man. <laughs> man oh yeah, hands up, and they stay there. Yeah, I was so <laughs> excited, because I was like, the confirms hurt! It. It's like, just, like, fire coming from the sky, there is like, yeah. a... <laughs> and mostly, and my motives for going to Bethel were so selfish. Josh. <laughs> yeah, ridiculous. so I was like, I was like, basically, this is like, like, the green light from Jesus to go date Joshua. Like, it was so stupid, and but it worked like, out so well. But <laughs> it,
2: was,
0: it worked out well in the end. It really did, actually. Hey!
5: Well,
4: after, years, and, uh, after 40 years of wandering the desert. <laughs>
5: after 40 years of wandering the desert. But That's we have to get away from this toxic the mentality that the Bible is a magic eight ball. Like, mm-hmm. there are so many times I was taught that when I was a mm-hmm. kid, and it's so toxic and so terrible. And I don't know why people are still teaching mm-hmm. it that way. Do you guys I heard know? sermons
6: the True. exact way you said of like I ha- I was going through this really long nice time. So I didn't know what to do. I was scared. at the end of my rope, and God told me just open your Bible. I opened it. I pointed down, oh, and that exact yeah. verse. It's that's not a
0: Yeah, isn't that though? Isn't that like kind of the exaggerated form of or, or when it's like taken to to the full extent? Isn't that like you guys know the Bible code? Yeah, yes. Like how, like hidden in there, you can find. When I was in high or when I was in like seventh grade, I was told like you could find the assassination of, the of JFK. Yeah. In the Old Testament. Yeah. If you just, if you Giver, just, uh, it's like a, it's like a crossword puzzle. Crazy if you take is, like, it's the like the national Hebrew treasure with Nick Cage, uh-huh. yep. is it the King James
4: version that you have to do it in?
7: <laughs> it's the Hebrew. <laughs>
0: Actually, <laughs> the, it's Hebrew real or, well, the Hebrew is realer? Well, the Hebrew was based. It's yeah. you take the King it's James, we translate it into Hebrew. Oh, there you go. yeah! You you retranslate King James into Hebrew, and then you come up with the Bible code. Got it? Because the King James is the original. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
5: yeah. But yeah that that toxic teaching of open your Bible and it will immediately apply to you right. is terrible and needs to end. Another I, way
6: I, of making an important decision about something, but not actually taking responsibility. Yeah, ah, good scapegoat.
1: I just want to throw out one of the best and most underrated theologians who wrote a book about this. His name is Stanley Howard Voss. Read him. He's the most... Shut up Josh He's amazing <laughs> uh, Howard Voss is the crankiest theologian you'll ever meet He's like your angry grandpa he's Get like, off
6: my lawn <laughs> he's
1: but, like, no. but he's like he. Uh, I'm gonna drop my f Larry day. David He's like Larry David yes. I love Larry David He's yeah, exactly. fucking amazing My one f for the day Amazing as my bomb My one F-bomb for the day said fucking amazing Thank
0: you
1: Thank you um, We should be like Boondock Saints and see how many f bombs we can actually get in one. I like how the year. more popular we, we get, just Brian. It so
0: it and I had <laughs> we watched that so. last night. So just give me, give me. Compare the, the amount of, of cursing in our <laughs> original you and your episodes versus role. the newer ones since we got more popular. <laughs> I need some more rope. I
5: need some rope. You in your fucking rope.
0: <laughs> By the way, Shay, hashtag
1: Boondock Saints.
5: Is that right, Brian? Is that plugged? Right. I gotta watch that. No.
1: We have both of those Yes, movies. we are. No. Anyway, what was I saying? Thanks do you for think derailing is that me. Case right now? I didn't. Oh, tell you. the how book. Us? So Stanley H. Ross wrote a book. I forget the Resident no. Aliens. No, it's it's a very small book, was but evil? no. But what what the book was? My cousin, who's a professor, showed it to me. It was like the early '90s, and it was a red cover. And on it, it was the Bible wrapped in an American flag. And literally, the oh. whole book, the whole book was saying how. The Bible, the Holy Scriptures, is a very difficult book to understand, and it should not be given to every single person, because if we give it to every single person, they're going to fuck it up. Oh, no.
5: Oh, And that's
1: exactly oh. what's happened. Isn't that kind of like every book? Well, I don't, but like his whole point was saying right. the Bible is not for every person to read, because you, when it's written by so many different people. It's... We, it's just hard to understand. It's, it's hard, hard to understand. Everyone, and, yeah, what's, the angle,
0: what's the American yeah. flag angle here?
1: What's but, the? Well, because it was more or less it was bashing evangelicalism, like how evangelicals take the Bible, like oh, like my grandma rest in peace, but she's like it's hmm. in the Bible, so I'm gonna believe it without looking at like why it was written, who was it written to, oh, I see. why okay. it was written. Okay,
0: I see. You know, and mm-hmm.
1: it was like what, and so like Voss I mean, some circles absolutely love Howard Voss. other. Like, you go to an evangelical and you see Stanley Harbaugh, you're like, who is that? And the, even to a lot of Protestants, they they don't know him because he's he's kind of on that fringe because he says a lot of stuff that pisses people off, but he's right. But a lot of times when you speak truth to power, no matter what that is, but when you speak truth to power, you're going to piss people off because people don't want to hear it because mm-hmm. we're scared. But I think complacent. the problem with, with the,
4: the Bible shouldn't be given to everyone is then... That's happened, and that was, that was the Roman Church. That's yeah, a group of problems. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, right. That's exclusive. But where oh. I have, I have the exclusive knowledge. Right. You don't, so I'm going to tell you what to believe. And right. now, mm-hmm. you. Yeah. And now right. that's Latin the same exactly. as these fundamentalist churches where they right. say, well, yes. King James is the only thing to
1: do." Well, I, like, it can I be, think. it can be problematic. Yes, like what he's saying, like only the elect, only the intellectual can understand it. But he was saying part of our problem that we have, at least in quote-unquote America, because he's an American, is giving every Tom, Dick, and Harry <laughs> a Bible and saying, just go go, make truth for what it is. Like, just read this and be completely wrong, but if it makes sense to you and you think it's truth, it's truth. And yeah. that, has, that was his issue, and because while we're saying this is wrong, this is wrong, this is right, this is right, that's not necessarily true but when you give the Bible to every single person that they don't understand how you need to read it, they don't understand their hermeneutics or any well, of think, that stuff. I think that sets up like an
3: impossible standard, you know. Um, so it's saying if you understood the Bible the way I understood it, you'd be a Christian, you know, or something like that, mm-hmm. you know, or like um, there's an old German proverb that says, "If you want to be a brother, that's great. If not, I'll bash your head in." And I think that's the fundamentalist sort of mantra of like, well, if you understood the scripture, people say this to me all the time. If you knew Jesus the way I knew Jesus. Mm. And I'm like, what do you mean? You know? And basically it's just, if you believed exactly what I believe, we'd be fine. Yeah. But because you don't, we're going to have trouble. And it's like, we're so closed off. And we're but so. But no one understands Jesus the up. same way as the next person.
2: Yeah, and that's. I think that. that well, a that's beautiful, point, though. Like, yeah, it could,
3: it could, it could be
4: terrible. Well, <laughs> well, okay. Here's this is. I'm going to connect I'm this really back blue. to. I'm going like to connect kind of this, this kind of back to the Old Testament. We're Do it. We can heat it.
1: No, I think it's just. No, different. it's good. Okay, I, know, I like it.
4: it. Going back to like how the Old Testament was written, who was written for, who was written by, like all that stuff. How many people in the ancient Near East could were literate. Very few. Very few. So who's like, if you look at it in that in that sense too, it's like who were who was the Old Testament written for? It was written for the elite. Exactly. And it was written by the elite. Isn't that a weird thing to think? Well, can you even say that to, say to the like New Jesus Testament, though, old too? Old I know old. we're
1: specifically talking about the OT. You could. But could you say that to the New mm-hmm. New Testament as well? Right. Yeah, you could. Wait, wait, we you only, can say about lots of stuff, but I was,
4: you know, I'm trying to bring it back. Right. Yeah, no, yeah, true. It's the Old Testament. And so, like, looking at that, I mean, I think that's another thing to, to take into consideration is that's something that the, the 99% didn't even have access to. Right. So... I think looking at today, I think the fact that everyone has access to the Bible, I think is a better thing than if everyone did it. Because for every person that has access to the Bible and just makes it, cherry picks it, and Thomas Jefferson scribbles out whatever they don't want to believe in it, you also have someone who has it, grew up with something, gets to a... Mature responsible point in their life And deconstructs it and says Okay this doesn't make sense How am I actually going to make sense of it Whereas if you had Illiterate people who were just being Spoon fed what The elite wanted them to believe We're back at a place where The general people don't have Have the ability even to think for themselves
2: mm-hmm.
4: I feel like it's kind of dangerous both ways.
1: I
3: it mean, is. The Bible. Let's um, just not
1: believe in any of it. <laughs> well, no. The, I
5: mean, the Bible. but like, how are you supposed to make fishers of men if you're not showing people the Bible? That's my simple question. Like, That's, go uh, make fishers of men. And go tell all nations about Jesus. But don't give them the Bible. Yeah. Well, just like live that your, doesn't make any sense. Live your yeah. life.
4: Show them with. Yeah. St. Say Francis says something about like, like it, I don't know what the exact. Only thing is, use but words if necessary. Yeah, it's like it's like always, oh, always should, show, the show
5: the gospel and use, use words, words if necessary. necessary. Mm. Something like that. Um, Sorry, I cut you off, Joshua. Go. Yeah,
3: well, I was just gonna say that uh, the Bible's become a weapon. It's not just mm-hmm. a text anymore. Truth. It's, mm-hmm. um, I think it always has been. Well, maybe. Um, I think it was. In the back of the day, like, when the scriptures were shouted from synagogues, you know, before, like, the first temple, like, they were words of hope and aspiration. They weren't words that would keep people down. And now they've become sort of a... uh, Nice shotgun. Uh, They've become sort of a nuclear weapon. And, like, we don't want everyone to have nuclear weapons. Like the Western Baptist Church. I wish they didn't have the Bible. Because they use it like a a nuclear weapon. And they just try to use it to destroy and destroy and destroy. And there are people who... Yes, they're allowed to have a voice in the First Amendment. Um, and no matter how bigoted and ignorant that voice is. You love that amendment, Josh.
4: The First Amendment? Yeah, you love it.
2: But see, the problem oh is, my gosh, is not... I feel the, like there's so many
4: <laughs> tangents we could <laughs> take with this. The problem is not
2: the Bible. The problem is having people... Forcing people to think that they, don't, they can't question anything. Right. And we tell them that this is what it is. Yeah. Um, I think everybody recognized. needs to be... Mm-hmm obviously have access to the biblical texts and then perhaps they have a fresh perspective perhaps they don't want to think and they'll just take it literally or perhaps they'll think that oh this is like a crappy god or they'll dig into it and be inspired like but I don't think we should ever withhold mm-hmm. I think that's fresh. and that's good I think the
4: yeah. not not feeling like you have the ability to question is a huge yes well, a and, huge also, and also
3: not giving it to someone who's saying Well, you can have it, but only in these circumstances. Right. You can only read this if you read it this way, and this way, and this way. Because even if you had the most noble intentions and had the most highest aspirations, if you told someone to read the scripture in a certain way, that could still be twisted into something Mm -hmm. else. And so it's dangerous in any way to give someone something you think is holy and tell them exactly what you think they should think about it. You know? Yeah. Like... So when we talk about interpretation, like there shouldn't be a list of four people who are like, well, those ones are good. But everything else, yeah. Mm, that's where we get the danger, and I think that's where Christianity has gone for the last, you know, seventy years. Just been like, well, this guy was solid. This guy he was talking about this guy was a genius. Whatever he said, let's just mm-hmm. do that. It's.
1: I'm not saying Howard Moss was right. I don't want to even. I held on to that one, but. Like, what he said, though, like, when I heard it the first time my cousin gave me the book, it, like, made sense. But then at the same time, I was, like, hearing what you guys said when I was in the other room. (laughs) Um, Yeah, like, withholding Scripture or withholding the Bible seems very terrible and wrong. But I guess my like I have a love-hate relationship with the Bible. Maybe I shouldn't say this since we might get funded by the UCC. Um, but Amos was a preacher man, a prophet of the Lord. <laughs> you should edit
0: that out. Um, oh, are you serious? No, I'm just kidding. I'm <laughs> no, you're kidding. not kidding. I'm not, I'm not serious. At all. <laughs> are you serious? <laughs> oh, okay. Go ahead. Sorry.
1: Anyways, Tower Boss. No, not how Ross, I'm past Howard Ross. Um no, I, it's like I love the scripture and I love reading it. But sometimes like like what Angela was saying, like, I prayed to God and I told and God told me to go to this part of the scripture. And, well, you know, I did that, I did sword drills. I didn't mean every kind of oh, yeah. way yeah. you can turn the scripture, I was taught, I did it, sword drill. you know I don't not know what a sword drill? Evangelical church, not not the Bible is the sword of the
4: spirit. No sword It's how quick you you can look up scripture. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: You would have a group of people, and you'd say the first person that can get to like First Timothy three twelve, and bam, you'd go there, and then you'd get there, and you'd read it, and it's like bam, I know the sword of you know the. And you want a jewel in your crown in heaven? Yeah, pretty much.
2: Yeah. Mm -hmm. So all the double to get you.
1: All these Mm -hmm. things, it it was like these ways of understanding the scripture. But in a way, for me as an adult now. It's like dumbed down scripture for me. Like, I read scripture and I'm like, it's just a story. Like, I think that there's truth and there can be power in it. Like, I look, like, when I talked at Revolution, I think the story of Job's powerful. I don't think it's true, but I think the story of Job is powerful. I think the story of Jonah mm-hmm. is powerful. I don't think it's true. We get caught I would caught say up. it's more
4: powerful because it's not true. Well, yeah, I would 100% <laughs> yeah, if it were agree with you. Well, no, I, I agree
1: with you like mm-hmm. that, but that's why to me, like, when we when I don't wanna get into conversations about conversion, non conversion, what people believe or not. Is it, it is the old testament or are all these stories true, I don't give a shit. I don't care if it's well, actually, true or we,
4: not. we should say literal. Literal. Because they're true. Yeah, yeah. There's myths, myths, truths myths in can them. be true. No, yeah, exactly. There's but they're not in a, literal. Right. They're yeah. not
1: historically true that they happen, but yeah. there's truths in them. Well, I
6: don't think a story okay. needs to be true for you to learn something from right. it. Can, or why can else can would churches can, um, right. preach about parables because mm-hmm. it's right. exactly. yeah, something exactly. that's not true, exactly. but it's something no. you can that's learn right. from it. Right. Or because um, it's true, it? you, up, you would read about like Aesop's fables and stuff like yes. that. It's, it's not so true story, but you can learn from it.
4: Exactly. I think it was, I think it was Richard Rohr that said, "Literal truth is the." lowest form of truth. Mm -hmm. Least meaningful form of truth. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. it was 23 degrees today. Like, okay, that's literally true. That doesn't mean anything. Or like, my
0: skin was cold. I had to wrap up my baby in a blanket. I had to... Or, like Josh was talking about earlier,
4: there was a homeless guy. The cops took all of his stuff, and it was 23 degrees today. Mm -hmm. He was cold. He had, like... That's. Right. That's. More the 23 true. degrees is
0: parenthetical. It could be. You could right. say it was 20 degrees, it'd be the same story. You could say it'd be 25 degrees. Yeah. It's the same story. No, as was to same say, Actually,
4: it was 21. Right. Your story's false, and now it doesn't mean anything. Yeah.
0: Well put, for sure. Can I. Um, I feel like we're getting a little bit redundant. Like, I feel like this is, We're covering. I'm, I'm not saying anything negative. I'm just saying yeah. I feel like we've covered this stuff. Can, mm-hmm. I, can I just steer us in this? Le- we got, like, maybe 20 ish minutes left here. Maybe. Can I just. Maybe. Oh, you getting sleepy, eh? <laughs>
1: I'm not sleepy. Maybe other people are sleepy. I'm just. What the fuck is that? Not done. Me?
0: No. I don't even know what that meant. I don't just speak Northerner fluently enough to know what you're talking about right now. Oh,
1: that is just geographically <laughs> rude. <laughs>
6: geographically rude. Huh.
0: But I get you. I don't know what he saw. I honestly have no idea what the insinuation was there.
6: Or is that the Minnesota Passive Aggression? Should I Should just turn it off <laughs> right now? No, That was
0: very passive. No. I don't know what it meant, but it was. No, possible. I just don't want us to go to like. 10 well, or 11. Okay, we're, we're at an hour right now. Should
5: we do recommendations? Should we wrap it up? Is that what well, you're saying? Yeah, just, let's do it. Just recommendations. Yeah, okay, let's wrap it up. That's up. It. Okay.
0: What I was trying to say. See, I did not. Thank you guys for helping me interpret that because I had no idea what <laughs> he was saying. That's our Minnesota passive-aggressive way right, tw- of I'll being like,
1: shut recommend. the hell up!
3: <laughs> Great. I can go forward for recommendations. Um, I recommend you uh, shut look shut into this the deeper up. and don't believe anything we say because we're full of shit. Yeah, we are full of shit. we're just trying. No, we're doing our best. We're trying. And even best. the
1: people, the pastors you hear every single day, they might be, have good intentions. They're just winging it. Yeah, They're winging it. They're just people. They're just people. I it's, I interviewed a professor in my tradition for, for my dissertation. He's been in ministry for like 40 years, and he was like, I don't know what the hell I believe. This guy's been in ministry for 40 years in a legit denomination. He's like, I don't know what I believe. I'm like, how do you get up there every Sunday? He's like... He's like, because it's my job. My job. And he's like, I, I love the Bible. I love scripture. I love... Okay, so that's redundant, the Bible
3: scripture. One thing we need to talk about at some different point is that when your livelihood isn't tied to your religion or tied to your belief, yep. you can pretty much... You, have a, you can say whatever you want, mm-hmm. but as yes. soon as it's
1: tied, mm-hmm.
3: you're like, I can say this much of what I right. want. I'm, I'm but but his really
1: point, small. but like in our tradition, like the traditions that we both share... You can say that you're an atheist, that's fine. You can say you're whatever in your sexuality, and that's fine. But for so many other denominations and other people, like that's. You can't do that.
7: Hey, y'all. Due to some unwelcomed technical difficulties um, related to the welcomed larger size of the group for this episode, we did lose some audio during the plugs, during the uh, recommendations segment of this show, and so unfortunately we do not have that for you this week. Um, honestly though, it, it could have been a lot worse, and you're only really missing out on um, the probably the least poignant section of the episode. And so sorry about that. Um, we're going to work on the audio quality. And we do, of course, as we mentioned earlier, appreciate any donations. And um, if you want to be our first patron on patreon.com, we wouldn't mind it. And it would help us sort these things out, honestly, in the long run, because we're all uh, a little bit thin in the wallet these days to be honest it's not a sob story it's just the facts i'm sure you are too but if you got an extra buck or two we'd appreciate it um so yeah um thanks for listening to sacred collective and we'll talk to you next time
0: a post christian production